All of us deal with emotions in our own life. We deal with emotions in our own patience. We also deal with what we bring to the fore in our own lives, our own experiences. But how do we turn that into an advantage? How do we deal with it when it's a disadvantage? Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonough, and welcome to Primary Care Today on ReachMD. My guest is Dr. Bradley Nelson. He is a chiropractor, but he is a man who actually focuses on things such as emotions and emotional baggage. And that's a great way to start, Dr. Nelson. First of all, welcome to the program. Well, thanks, Brian. Great to, to be here. And I, I did want to ask you, I mean, it's, it's a general question, but it's an important one. Like, what about emotional baggage? Where does that impact our lives and, and what the heck do we do with it? Well, you know, it's funny. Usually when we refer to emotional baggage, we're referring to somebody else and their emotional problems. But what we have found is that over the last 30 years, we've discovered that emotional baggage is actually a real thing. And it has to do with the emotional experiences that we've passed through in our lives and how we've processed those or not processed those and how the emotional energy from those events that we've experienced can stay with us. And so our emotional baggage, we're finding, is actually a real thing that affects us and uh, interferes sometimes with our lives and interferes with our ability to really create the kind of life that we want to live. So I guess the first point here is when we're dealing with our emotions, don't deny that what we bring with us is not a figment of our imagination. It's as real as anything else. Well, exactly. That emotional baggage that we have can be identified and released, and it can cause us to make the wrong assumptions about people and situations. It can cause us to react emotionally, feel emotions that we otherwise wouldn't really feel as much. And what we have found is that this emotional baggage contributes to anxiety and depression and most of the illnesses that we suffer from. So there's a simple way to get rid of that baggage, and we call it the emotion code. You can download a free copy at emotioncodegift.com, easy to find, easy to get rid of, and your patients uh, can actually use this method to get rid of their own emotional baggage, and you'll be surprised how effective it is. And then there are some other things that you can do as well. So emotioncodegift.com. How did you get involved with this aspect? Obviously, as a chiropractic physician, I know all of us as physicians, if we deal with the, the full the full person, not just what we might necessarily be seeing somebody for. I always tell somebody if they're a cardiologist, well, you, there's a body that goes along with that heart, so they have to deal with all those other issues. In your case, where did emotions play into this? How did you start to take an interest in this? Well, I was really obsessed with getting to the underlying causes of my patients' problems. And what I found uh, during the about 19 years that I was in practice was that no matter what my patients were suffering from, no matter what they were presenting with, no matter how old or how young they were, what they had in common was this emotional baggage, these invisible energies, these emotional energies that get stuck in the body during these emotional events. And as we're living our lives, you know, we experience these kinds of events and then we move on and we think that after the bully moves away or after the divorce is finalized or after we quit that job and get a better job, we think that we've moved on, but sometimes we haven't. And oftentimes we carry those intense emotions with us and they disrupt our lives and interfere with our ability to really totally be healthy. So it was a process for me. It took a long time because these Trapped emotions, we call them, are actually invisible, and yet they contribute to so much suffering, and they really are a, an invisible underlying, kind of a secret cause 
of every disease process that I saw in uh, in all those years. And it's been 30 years now since I've been doing this work. And, um, and it continues to surprise me how this invisible emotional baggage that we have is such a huge component of all these illnesses that we suffer from, from cancer to infertility to asthma to digestive disorders to depression, anxiety and phobias and panic attacks and PTSD and eating disorders. They all have this invisible baggage as an underlying motivator and an underlying cause. So in teaching this uh, over all these years, what I found is that uh, there is a really, really simple way uh, to get rid of this baggage and you can identify it. And, you know, it's a huge underlying cause of the stress we suffer from because you see the way that this works is if you can imagine the human body, of course, is an energy field, a very complex energy field. Ultimately, that's what we are. And when you're feeling an intense emotion, sometimes that emotion is too much to process. And so part of that emotional energy stays behind in the form of this little ball of emotional baggage from about the size of a baseball to the size of a cantaloupe, we think. And what they do is they distort the normal energy field of the body. And when you, when you distort the normal energy field of the body on the quantum level, you're interfering with the chemical reactions, we think, to some degree, and you're interfering with the flow of energy, the chi energy, and so on in those areas. But then also what happens is you now are more prone to feel that emotion than you otherwise would. I, I had a man who came into me once, for example, who was suffering from really severe low back pain. And I found that he had a trapped emotion of anger from 20 years before. When I released it, the pain went from a nine to a zero on the analog scale. He couldn't believe it. And I was grateful that it worked so well. But a couple of weeks later, or a couple of days later, rather, he came back into my office and he said, you know, he said, my back is great. I can't quite believe it. But he said, uh, I had a problem when I came in here. I didn't tell you about it. He said, I've been a rageaholic for as long as I can remember. And he said, since you released that emotion of anger from me, I just don't feel that way anymore. I feel kind of peaceful and relaxed. He said, how does that work? And at the time I said, oh, I, I really don't know. But what we think is that uh, when you have uh, emotional energy like this, um, because everything is energy and emotions are energy, in a situation like his, when a situation would come into his life where he might tend to feel angry, he would slide right into that resonance, right into that uh, emotional vibration much more easily, much more readily than he otherwise would have, because literally part of his body was vibrating at that emotional frequency 24-7. That's kind of how this works. It's really uh, quite fascinating. It's been a really interesting journey. It's interesting, you know, when you talk about these things, a lot of it for those of us who have done, you know, traditional medicine, I'm a family physician, some of these things we're aware of because it's either other cultures medicine, it's things we may not have studied in medical school, or people like you have come across things that help. How do you put it all together? I mean, that's one of the questions I always have as I go through years of practice. I mean, I agree with you. I think many people we see it, unfortunately, in major tragedies. Somebody might be shooting in a shooting issue or something where they have they have their own struggles and their own issues in their own life, and and something from before is comes out as anger or hostility in the extreme case. But we also see it with people who who suffer from depression because maybe uh, they had severe loss or problems as a child. How do you take that into account? How do you do you get the history out of the patient? Do you start to work with them about it? Well, um, certainly I, I would when I was in practice. Uh, initially, people were coming into me, of course, primarily for physical pain. 
because that was my training as a chiropractor was to try to figure out what was going on with the misaligned vertebrae and bones were. But as my practice neared its end after 17, 18, 19 years, 17 years in a brick and mortar practice and two years in a, in a remote practice, towards the end of that time, uh, I was really interested more in just asking questions of the subconscious mind because you see the subconscious mind has the answers and we know how to tap into the subconscious now. And I believe that really this is going to be a huge, uh, it is a huge paradigm shift that's going to change everything in the future because the subconscious mind of the individual knows exactly what they need. And, um, and of course, if you're practicing some kind of acute uh, care, then it doesn't really make much difference what their subconscious mind is thinking. You need to reattach their limb or whatever. But if they're dealing with more common problems, like some of the ones I've mentioned, then accessing the subconscious mind and asking the subconscious computer system within the person, which is this incredibly powerful computer, it turns out, uh, what is really wrong and what people really need, then you are led down a completely different pathway. And that's what's happened with me. And that led to the creation of the emotion code and the body code as well, which is a more comprehensive system of looking at the body and figuring out exactly what it needs. What I found was that rather than looking at symptoms, what I really was interested in is looking at the underlying causes for the symptoms. And, um, and what I found was by, uh, by asking questions of the subconscious minds of my patients through muscle testing, which is just a form of biofeedback, I could get very concrete answers. And the reason I wrote the Emotion Code book and published it in 2007 was because no matter what the person had going on, no matter what their symptoms were, what they had in common was that they had this emotional baggage. And um, it's really quite amazing. It was amazing to me. And that's why I wrote the book was because it was so prevalent and really so ubiquitous. Everybody has emotional baggage. And it was astonishing to me how much physical pain was really being caused by emotional baggage. And for example, the guy that I told you about with the low back pain, that was from some argument he had 20 years before. Wow. And the pain that he was having now in this very moment was due to that baggage. So this is why we make the book available as a free gift at emotioncodegift.com because we don't want there to be any kind of a barrier in people's way. Um, and of course, physicians and caregivers especially, we don't want anything to be in their way of finding out about this because eventually your patients are going to ask you about this anyway. And so um, if you find out about it ahead of time, keep an open mind and realize that there's more to our existence than we had thought. You're listening to Dr. Brad Nelson, my guest on Primary Care Today on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Brian McDonough, and we're talking about the emotion code. We're talking about a unique and different way of looking at health, but certainly not something which you've come up with on your own. This is something that throughout the world is used as a technique. There's certainly people know about the forces of energy, energy and the relationship, and also about old experiences in your life and, and how they come back. But I think what you're doing is you're tying in two areas that maybe a lot of people haven't put together. The fact that your experiences from the past, that emotional baggage that we talk about, can actually have an impact as you're older. So when you get somebody like this, we're, we're in primary care, we're seeing patients and you have somebody who has back pain and you want to talk with them about things. Is another option, you, you get them help with therapy, you do other things. I mean, obviously the thing we're trying not to do 
is to move to opiates and just throw medications at people. My gosh, we're learning that lesson. That's a pretty hard lesson that, that this whole country's learning, that it isn't mm-hmm. just a pill for an answer. So what are some of the suggestions? The emotion code is a, is a very easy process to integrate into uh, whatever kind of practice you have. You can find and release a trapped emotion within about 60 seconds or less. It's very, very rapid. And uh, there isn't anything that people have to do as far as going back and re-experiencing all the emotions. No, that's not how it works. It's very simple. It's very quick. Uh, it grew up in this practice that I had where um, I ran my practice seeing patients in about 10-minute increments. And so it's super fast and super easy, and it incorporates really well into any kind of practice. And if you don't want to do it yourself, you can find practitioners in just about any country. We have, uh, we've got practitioners now in 71 countries as of today worldwide, about 4,000 of them. So you can certainly find a practitioner to either come in your practice and help you or you, that you can refer to. The other thing that you can do is you can give your patients that reference, emotioncodegift.com. They can download the book for free and read it. Or of course, it's available on Amazon and bookstores. But I think what the most fun thing and the most rewarding thing for you, if you can do it, is to try it yourself and try it. Try it on your family, try it on your friends, and try it on your patients. And it may just amaze you and it may just really surprise you the kind of results that you are able to get in a very non-invasive, a completely non-pharmaceutical way. And I really, I believe really this is the future of medicine is to really, at least chronic care medicine, not so much acute care, but to look at the individual for what they really are. And we really ultimately are beings of energy. And I think when you really start looking into this, it will absolutely amaze you as it amazed me, the extent and the degree that our emotional baggage manifests for all of us as mental, emotional, and physical complaints. Dr. Brad Nelson, I want to thank you for joining us on Primary Care Today on Reach MD. It was a real pleasure to have you with us. If anybody missed this, by the way, you can download the podcast. You can hear all or part of the program if you like. You can hear it as much as you like. But Dr. Nelson, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Brian. I really appreciate being on your show. And I hope that all of you out there that are caring for people will you know, open yourself to the possibility that your, your patients have baggage. Thank you so much. And everybody, thanks for listening.